I decided that I needed to know who I really was. I got lost in wearing the multiple hats that we do as women, primarily. I was a mom and an employee and a wife and a daughter, and I had all these hats. And when you strip them away and I was by myself, I had no idea who I was. So this journey has taken me from feeling uncomfortable in that space to really embracing and owning and loving who I am and what I stand for. When I started to allow myself to stand on the stage and let the spotlight hit me, things started to turn. When you made that shift to stepping into your own, what did that feel like for you? What did the change feel like? It felt super uncomfortable. I questioned myself a lot. Am I doing the right thing? I started to embrace that as a compliment because I wasn't pretending anymore. I knew that it was the right thing. So it's uncomfortable as hell to put yourself out there. It really is. Sometimes it's scary for people to even cast a vision of what the future could be like because they're afraid it'll never happen for them. I will say that you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And it it's not easy. It was really scary. And there were so many times that I questioned myself and wondered if I was doing the right thing the whole idea that it's not necessarily comfortable. There is so much work involved in being just committed to where you want to go. There are so many women who don't allow themselves to understand that they can be doing more, that they can, like that their value isn't limited to what you yeah, that job, how you're experiencing things at that job, how you're getting paid at their job, that there is more. When you decide that you want more, you find it, right? You find a way to, to find it. If you're going to doubt something, doubt your limits. Allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to, to think big. You don't have to stay stuck where you are. If you've ever felt like your identity was crossed between what and who you were expected to be at work and who you really were or knew that you could become, then you're not alone. A deep look at identity is one of the things my guest, Paula Shepard, and I, that we talk about on the show today. For years, she turned down the volume on her personality, constantly sabotaged herself, and made decisions based on fear of judgment. And this deeply affected her ability to create genuine relationships and stunted her growth. But now... She guides women on the path to reclaiming their voice, to learning how to use it and to stop settling. I think you could only imagine how our conversation went on the show today. And trust me, you do not want to miss it. We'll get into this episode after the theme song. So the big question is this, how do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career, take control of our time and get paid for two things? doing what excites us, and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible? That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears, and welcome to Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. Go ahead and dream. 
If today you stand as a less than fulfilled woman in corporate America, imagine running the business of your dreams and running it without financial worry and with plenty of value just pouring into the world. Can you see it? Well, if you can see it with a plan and aligned action, it's yours. Aligning those two things is exactly what we support you to do in the Finding Freedom Business Accelerator. So if you're a corporate woman, ready for your entrepreneurial journey to take off, reserve your spot in an upcoming free training on how to make your transition from corporate employee to full-time entrepreneur. Just visit thrivein90days.com. Take action. very excited, as I often am, to have on the show with me a guest who, seriously, I cannot wait to just dig into her journey. I think there are so many just similarities and nuggets, and I already feel like this conversation is going to be amazing, and it hasn't even started. So, Paula Shepard, welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> so Paula, I always like to get into uh, people's why when we first start and just ground us for what you do today. You're in the confidence, the mindset space. Give me an idea of your, why are you doing this? Because I decided that I needed to know who I really was. Mm. I got lost in wearing the multiple hats that we do as women, primarily, I was a mom and an employee and a wife and a daughter, and I had all these hats. And when you strip them away and I was by myself, I had no idea who I was. Mm. So this journey has taken me from feeling uncomfortable in that space to really embracing and owning and loving who I am and what I stand for. Mm-hmm. And so right now, like for people who are listening or watching right now, and if they've been listening or watching for any length of time, the statement that I made in the beginning about there are so many similarities has just been cemented in this very moment. So, so <laughs> you and I don't know each other very well, Paula, right? Like we've, no, we've we don't, met, but I found that similar journey that that similar of your mom, your wife, your employee your daughter, you, at least for me, it appears on the surface, everything's going right and, and all this other stuff, but you still step back and say, but who am I? <laughs> if you don't have all these other things floating around, who am I? So talk to me a little bit about that sort of coming into your identity. Did it just happen overnight or what happened with it? To be brutally honest, I, I feel like it, it felt like it happened overnight, but I know that it didn't. I started, I was working in a corporate environment, which I worked in corporate for 20 years. And I had really started to lose some of the people they were leaving a little bit at a time. And I was finding myself to be the only female. And I was the only, I was the only female manager in the space. And I was uh, the youngest. And it was, it just became a difficult place for me to be. So I started to do some self-discovery, primarily books, listening to audiobooks or reading books here and there sporadically, nothing great. And the more I did that, the more I seemed to 
pull away the armor just piece by piece. And I felt very much alone. I didn't have friends. I made a lot of excuses that I should be home. I shouldn't have someone else watch my children. I didn't go on vacations without my kids. Everything that I did was always centered around someone else. And when I started to allow myself to stand on the stage and let the spotlight hit me, things started to turn. And I think one of the pivotal moments for me was I decided to enroll in a network marketing business, which wound up not being my cup of tea. But through that journey, I realized the impact that I could have on other people and the culture that I was creating and how valuable that was to other women. And I think that's when I really realized what my power was, my superpower, and helping other people to speak up. So it really did feel like it was happening overnight, but I know that it it probably took about nine months for me to really embrace what was going on. So you're in the mindset space, so you probably deal with this all the time, but just thinking about feeling. And as you talk about this, it probably was nine months, but it felt like overnight, like when you made that shift to stepping into your own, what did that feel like for you? What did the change feel like? It felt super uncomfortable. I questioned myself a lot. You lose friends. I said, I didn't have friends. You lose people that you thought were by your side. You do gain people in that space. But there's always, there starts to become that, am I doing the right thing? I got a lot of people that said, I don't even know who you are anymore. And and when I started to embrace that as a compliment, because I wasn't pretending anymore, I knew that it was the right thing. So it's uncomfortable as hell to be, to put yourself out there. It really is. Sometimes it's scary for people to even cast a vision of what the future could be like, because they're afraid it'll never happen for them. I will say that you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it, it it's not easy. It's not, I, I don't want to make it like it just happened for me and everything was great and it was grand and it was amazing. It was really scary. And there were so many times that I questioned myself and wondered if I was doing the right thing. And that's the thing, like, in my opinion, on this journey, and I'm glad that you brought this up, the whole idea that it's not necessarily comfortable, it's not, it's not roses. Sometimes there's this picture or there's this ideal that people have. And you're in the coaching space, I'm in the coaching space. People come, they want to get to a certain end. And sometimes it's okay. So if you could give me the easy button, I will take that one <laughs> and just, <laughs> you know, just magically pop me over to the place that I want to be. But there is so much work involved. There is, I don't want to say so much work as in, oh my gosh, this is a burdensome thing. No, not that way. But in being just committed to where you want to go and recognizing that there may be some people, perhaps even, along the way that just fall off for you. And I think that people one is sometimes a challenging one for folks. Did you find that to be difficult the people who didn't recognize you or who did you it's think hard it yeah oh hell yeah I'd be lying if I said no and it, it still happens it's a continual thing this isn't a one and done it definitely continues on because there is a there's a place and a season for everyone in your life and some people are meant to stay for the long haul and to embrace you 
but there are other people that you realize that you had to fill your space for whatever the reason was. And, and I like to help people. And I started to notice that the people that were around me were people that, and the people that let go were the people that I was no longer willing to really sit and embrace that suck with them and not climb out of it. It's it. Yes. That is, that to me is one of the most difficult parts, especially coming from someone who didn't really feel like I was connected to the outside. All of a sudden I was, and now these people were falling away. So it is a place where you start to question yourself and am I doing the right things or what am I doing wrong? That, that I thought a million times, what, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it me? Is this the right choice? Is this the wrong thing? And I'm, I'm curious your perspective and how you dealt with this on this journey, right? Where you're on that place of I'm becoming, right? I'm becoming this new person. I'm taking on this new thing. I've found that it's important to, to surround yourself. You've got the people that have fallen away and thankfully, right? It doesn't seem like that in the moment sometimes, but thankfully, but then to surround yourself with the folks that can help you or be supportive to you in that next journey. Did you find that you needed to either find a new circle or maybe it was mentors or, or whatever as you were on your, your journey? It organically happened for me because I really leaned into social media more than I ever had before. And I have met some of the most incredible people that I wouldn't have met. And honestly, I think that my journey would be a little bit different if all of this hadn't have gone down during a pandemic. But I have regular Zoom chats, coffee chats with women that I call my friends who really are, and they support me in my life and my business and celebrate me. And I do the same for them. But I never would have met them if I wouldn't have been open to a different kind of friendship, to a different kind of partnership, mentorship, and you mentioned circle, but it doesn't have to be live and in the flesh. And that sure. I think expanded my, made my mind open up to the possibility of how big this world is and how global my reach could be if I were willing to step outside of the physical space I was in. That is gold. And, and I'm sure, and it's always nice when you hear there are lots of others like this, but it is perfectly fine to have very close friends that you've never met in real life. It is so actually pretty amazing because what I found in some of these groups, in some of the most amazing Facebook groups, and one of mine is that way too, but where women are just, they feel safe. And they start to share things that maybe they were afraid to talk about with other people. There's some comfort in knowing that that person isn't right next to you, but there's also comfort in knowing that you have support from these genuine people who I've seen so many connections, amazing connections come out of Facebook groups where people just didn't know each other. And now they're timing each other while they ride the Peloton or having <laughs> coffee dates once a week. And it is such a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That this world, I really think, although COVID has, it's had its destructive path. It's also had a very good path for some folks. And I think about the folks who were 
I always think about corporate. I came from corporate too. So you think about the folks who were in older corporate cultures that were very much show up here every day. And that kind of life shaped and influenced their circle. And the fact that they had to work remote and many still work remotely has opened their own mind to the possibility that has always existed, but is now helping people see that okay, there is more. I love it. I love it. I love it. So now tell me, Paula, I love to talk about people's moments because this is always the juicy thing for folks. So you left your corporate role and you went in to just do your own thing full time, left your corporate role, went to do your own thing. Talk to me about the moment that you left. Ooh. Okay. So I have two moments. (laughs) So I have my first moment was I actually was doing this on the side and I had decided you, you mentioned that kind of culture where people have to show up to the office every day. And I actually worked for a company that was like that, that working from home, the old white men managers basically is what it was. Like this was their mentality is working from home was like an occasional thing shouldn't work from home a lot that they look down upon you if you did it. I actually was part of a written into a contract to where I was actually going to have to show up as a manager every single day. I wasn't even going to get to work remotely. And I knew in that moment when there was no budge for me that I needed to make this happen. So a flash forward, I, I, hire myself a coach. I really go all in. And my intent was to leave in August of this year, 2020. In May, I realized that I was at five figures for my side business. And there was no way possible that I was going to be able to continue to work a full-time job and a side business because my side business was basically like having an extra full-time job at that point. I didn't have any space. And I just went to my husband and I said, I just don't want to do this anymore. And look at what, look at what I'm doing here. I, I went all in, I'm successful and I really don't want to work here anymore. And he said, I'm surprised that you haven't done this sooner. <laughs> and that was it. And I wrote my letter that night and I gave my notice the very next day. So oh, it seemed <laughs> to some, it may seem really impulsive, but the thoughts have been reeling through my head for a really long time. And his concurrence was all I needed to say like, why am I going to wait? Why would I wait several more months? And then I was asked to stay on as a contractor, basically. And I agreed to do that and work five hours a week. And then I realized that I was not prioritizing that at all. And I went back to them and said, this isn't going to work. So I basically stepped away twice. There was, I think, staying there as a contractor, that little extra, I realized that I was making more money and having more of an impact in my side business in a hell of a lot less time. I signed a contract and I said, like, I just signed this contract and then I'm going to work five hours being miserable to do this thing <laughs> and not even make a, a quarter of what I just made in that one phone call. It's not about the money. It is definitely about the transformation for me yeah. and who I get to talk to and impact. So I got to do that. And my bonus moment was taking my laptop in was walking in my flip-flops with my tank top and my shoulder tattoo showing and my cut-off, ripped-up denim jeans Mm -hmm. as I handed in my laptop. Like, I'm 
that to me was like, that is just seared into my memory. The mm. beauty of being able to hand in my laptop looking nothing like a corporate cop. Mm-hmm. You had your new identity. Absolutely. It wasn't even really new. It was the uncovered identity, right? Like the one that I was afraid to show for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I love that. So just as much as everybody loves hearing like their leave stories, I love them too, because I think there is, and you have a very interesting one, right? With this sort of back-to-back thing. And I think that there is always something in there that's like, you get this click freedom. Like you walking in with your flip-flops, your cutoffs, your tattoo, your everything. I, I remember I took a video and put it on LinkedIn. I took a video in the car on my way. <laughs> I took a video before I went, holding up the badge, before I turned it in. And there's just like this freedom. And there's these coveted moments. One of the things that I can appreciate in what you just said, and, and I really want to call it out because I want the, the listeners and watchers to really take hold of this. So in your experience, you had that experience of, nope, I'm leaving. They were pretty much like, hey, Paula, please stay. And so you stay for a little bit under some different terms and then have that realization, wait, why would I even do this? There are so many, and I'm speaking directly to women. I'm sure it happens for everybody, but I deal a lot with women. There are so many women who don't allow themselves, and I'm not not saying that you need to go jump off the bridge tomorrow, because that's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying there are so many women who, who don't allow themselves to understand that they can be doing more, that they can, like that their value isn't limited to what you at that job, how you're experiencing things at that job, how you're getting paid at their job, that there is more. And I think for everybody listening and watching, like just hearing in your two experiences right there, that's, that's amazing to again, have that proof show up right for you. And I think it's a missed experience often for a lot of women. Oh my goodness. really is. And I I do want to just add, because I think so many people say, yeah, but I have this or I have that circumstance and I'm not able to do it. I want to be very clear. And I don't say this to brag, but I made well over six figures in my corporate management position. I had benefits. I actually held the benefits for my family and I have four children. And they range in age from four to 15. So if you have kids, if you hold the benefits, if you are the breadwinner in your family, there is still a way for you to find your way out. And the first thing that you have to do is believe in yourself. And maybe you feel like you want to do something, but you're not sure what it is. And that's the reason why it's great for you to start exploring, find somebody that you can talk to a mentor and definitely make sure that it's someone that's not vested necessarily in what you do, but also it shouldn't be your father who isn't going to be your ideal client um, or maybe paid for your college education because you want to make sure that you have someone listen to you without trying to steer you away from your dream. Mm -hmm. That's key. That is key. There is no, if you do this, I'm going to reap this benefit or I'm not going to reap this benefit. Nope. 
you're just neutral and interested in, in what I have. Yeah, I love that. And I'm glad that you brought that up, that point too, because there are so many people so definitely afraid, right? Oh, but I've got the insurance. And this is where I also say we have so many similarities, right? Because I know what it means to make over six figures, have three kids, have the benefits run through you and still make that, that decision. So it's possible. It's very possible. And again, for those that are listening and watching, I just feel so compelled to say it because I know it's a big barrier for people. It feels like a mountain when you have all this going on or you rely on the company for this. And what about insurance? And what about this? And what about that? When you decide that you want more, you find it, right? You find a way to, to find it. So tell me, Paula, what would be your other top words of wisdom for somebody along the entrepreneurial journey and just really getting to the place they want to go. Yes. So always find a concrete reason why the negative thought in your head is not true. I think that is the most important thing. And what I try to do negate that negative thought. So if you think I can't do X, Y, and Z find Find an example of when you actually did that, because when you, what you focus on really does grow. And if you can negate the inner critic, that negative voice in your head, that inner mean girl, it'll keep you moving forward. Mm -hmm. There is a book, The Quantum Leap, where one of the things he talked about was something like, if you're going to doubt something, doubt your limits or something like that. Mm -hmm. I just thought about that when you said that. So we're always thinking about oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Well, what if I'm wrong about what I can do? Yeah, what if you can do it? What if you can? Imagine that. Imagine the possibilities. What if you had no barriers? What if there were no obstacles? Or what if you just leaped right over top of them? What would your life look like then? Allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to, to think big. You don't have to stay stuck where you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. And when we think about this, journey and you think about your journey and where you've come so far is there anything that you're like oh I would do this over again or maybe something where you're like man that went so well I'm super proud of that 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 went well anything like that I wish if, if I could go back and do it again I just wish I would have done it sooner I don't have regrets because every single step that I took led me to where I am but I do, I do think that there are times looking back where I could have used my voice and spoken up and not been afraid and known that I had more power than I ever thought. And I think some of that had to do with climbing the corporate ladder, my, myself being brainwashed, basically and programmed <laughs> to do certain things or to say certain things or that titles meant something. And Really, when it became abundantly clear to me that leadership was not about the title or the number of years of experience you had, and when I stopped worrying about what people thought and started using my voice, even though it resulted in some serious conflict, that's where I really discovered who I was. Stop worrying about what people think and use your inner voice. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So Paula, now 
if people are listening or watching and like this Paula lady, where can I learn a little bit more about her? Where can I get connected to you a little bit more? Where can people find you? Where can they learn more? Of course you can find me on my website and everything is be fearless with Paula. So that's be fearless with Paula.com. You can find me on Instagram at be fearless with Paula, or I have a Facebook community. It's called I am becoming. If you search be fearless with Paula, it will pop up. It is an amazing community of women that are learning to find or reclaim their voice and use it and just stop settling all together in their lives, relationships, and businesses. And I would love to have your listeners be there. Awesome. So I'm going to make sure that we have Paula's information, her group information, all that good stuff on the show notes at CandiSpears.com. So you can always grab it there as well. And Paula, this has been a refreshing conversation. I'm so glad that you had me. Thank you. (laughs) Exciting. Listen, anytime, and this probably sounds bad, I was going to say anytime (laughs) that I get a chance to, you know, talk with people who have had very close, similar experiences. It's those things where it's good to have yourself around like-minded people. It's also good to have yourself around people who share your views at times for different perspectives. But when you continue on this journey, it's nice to meet those people who are like, yep, me too, girl. Just <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I'm like, oh, oh, let's just talk all day. <laughs> I love it, I love it. So for those of you who are listening and watching, I hope you have taken nuggets from this conversation. I hope you have taken some of the things that Paula has said, and you're not only holding on to it, but you're gonna take it and you're gonna take some action. So I hope that you all have a great day, a great evening, whatever you're listening or watching. And I will talk to you again very soon. You can find the show notes for this episode and just about all the other episodes on CandiceSpears.com. So go and check it out. Not only can you find the show notes, but you'll find other bonus resources, some freebies, some blog posts that may be helpful to you. There's plenty hanging out at my home base. So go to CandiceSpears.com. I guarantee you there will be some things there to help you on your bigger impact journey. Goodbye for now.